0: Hey y'all, welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, hosted by me, Nikki Robs. I'm so excited to dig into scripture today. Um, We are going to be talking about the topic, I guess you could say, is are you robbing God? And I'm going to thoroughly explain what I mean by that. I'm super excited to talk about it because I, for one, have been... um, I've struggled in the past with this same message, but I feel like with our economy right now and all that we're going through, I feel like this is a really big message for all of us to take heart with and to have a heart check. Um, And we can ask God in this time of crisis when all these small businesses are being tested by their faith. um, The one question we need to ask ourselves is, what is God trying to tell us? And are we living according to God's plan? And is God trying to test our faith? All these questions are wrapped up around this crisis. And I feel like the only way we can get our answer is to look to the Lord and read his scripture. So I've, um, you know, I've dug into the Bible and found passages that can help us through this hard time because me, I'm a small business owner I run in our fit athletics and I pretty much do softball hitting and pitching lessons um, throughout the week. I also am a softball coach at our high, at Sell Creek High School. Right now we're closed down obviously. The schools are all closed all around our nation and so therefore um, businesses are shut down right now. And I know how hard it is right now when you're not making any money, but you're relying on God alone, which is our only source to begin with. And he will provide. And that's another thing I wanted to start out with this uh, verse that I really feel like we need to dig into is it is Matthew 6, 26. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? So, birds go out every day knowing that they will find food. They have faith that God is going to give them food. And are we not more valuable than a bird? Yes, we are. So we have to have that same mindset that we don't have to store up because we know every day that we wake up, God knows our need before we even need it. So he's going to provide for us. And so we have to have that same outlook when it comes to our businesses, our bills, um our food, our our transportation, our kids, like we have to have that same perspective because God He's going to provide for us. He is our only source that we need. And I feel like this during this time of struggle for everyone in businesses, we have to really, really listen for the Lord and know that He's got us. No matter what our circumstances, He is going to provide for us. So I wanted to go ahead and also mention Philippians 4.19. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Because of our Savior and accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have the gift of God providing all of our needs. That doesn't include our wants, but it does include everything that we need. And God knows our desires, and He knows what's deep down in our hearts, and He knows before we even ask what we're going to ask. And He is such a gracious God that sometimes even when He gives us our needs, He will also throw in bonuses in there because He loves us so much. And especially when we are obeying Him, we have blessings on the other side of obedience. And Um, so the main thing is we have to remember God is our one source. The funds that we need come from the Lord. He is over everything. And that's where I wanted to also jump around to, um, let's look at, it is Malachi 3, 8. Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. You are under a curse for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. So this is the only place where we really hear God say, test me. He is pretty much telling us that the things here on earth, the the treasure, as we call it, or our income, um, our needs, our, sometimes our wants, everything we have is the Lord's. He gives us things to steward over. So every time we show God that we are responsible for what he's already blessed us with, he increases it. And he He says, if you do what I ask and you don't rob me, I will bless you. And so that makes you want to ask yourself, have you been robbing God? And what does that mean? What does it mean to rob God? Well, when we talk about tithing and, you know, giving God our first and, Our first produce, um, it takes us back to Deuteronomy 26, and we're going to start at verse 1. I'm going to read it to you. When you enter the land, the Lord your God is giving you as a special possession, and you have conquered it and settled there. Put some of the first produce from each crop you harvest into a basket and bring it to the designated place of worship, the place the Lord your God chooses for his name to be honored. Go to the priest in charge at that time and say to him, With this gift I've acknowledged to give the Lord your God, that I have entered the land he swore to our ancestors he would give us. The priest will then take the basket from your hand and set it before the altar of the Lord your God. So this also ties in with um the story of Cain and Abel, and we'll go over that in a minute. But God wants our first portion. He wants our best to give back to Him. When we literally are gifted our income or whatever it is, possession-wise here on earth, when we are gifted that from the Lord, we already know it's His anyways. And so our job in worship is to give Him our first portion, our best back to Him. So, for example, if you are given a check from the Lord because God is our funding, not the the government, not your businesses, none of that, not the people that pay you, they are not in control. God is solely in control of your funding. And when he gives you that money through his servants, through the people who pay you, through the government, and you don't give him back what is his, you're robbing God. And if you're robbing God, he's not going to trust a thief with more money because, and I hate to put it that way, but it, it, that's exactly what's happening. So, and I'm just as guilty of doing this in the past. I'd never really truly understood the meaning of our offering and tithes and, and making sure that I was doing what was right because I had never really dug into scripture like I do now, but now that I know better, I've got to be better. And so I'm praying that this message really sinks deep into your heart and it gives you that heart check that you need so that you can um, be better and really, really think about where you're, you're placing the gifts that God is giving you. And this goes with our time management too. When God gives us this free time right now, when everything's shut down, are we giving God what is His back? Are we giving Him our first uh, produce, our first fruits? Um, for example, when I first wake up in the morning, I'm thankful for the Lord that He gives me that day. So my first like, priority in that morning is to talk to God and give Him my first part of the morning because he gave me that morning to begin with. And if I'm not stewarding well over my time management and putting him first, he can take it away at any time. So we have to be thankful for everything that give that God gives us, including our time. So I wanted to go ahead and finish out reading Malachi chapter three. We stopped at verse 10, where God says, put me to the test. Now I'm going to read Verse 11, your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Then all nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So when you are giving God your first fruits and you're obeying him and not robbing him of what is his, You're going to be blessed. He says, test me on this. He's going to pour out so much blessing and you're going to have every single need met because God is your source and you put faith and obedience according to His will. So that is the biggest takeaway from this message is God wants you to rely on Him. So during this time, the question is, Are you robbing God? And if so, what are you robbing him from? How can you be better? And that's a discussion that you and the Lord can have personally. You don't have to share it with anybody, but you and the Lord need to talk about it. And you need to listen for him and really, really dig deep into scripture because that is our truth. That is our path in life. That's what keeps us on the right, righteous path so that we can lead others to Christ and be an example for others so that we don't deter them or deter them away from um, Jesus. I hear too many times that there are people who want to be a part of um, Christian groups, but they're turned away because they see them in hypocritical behaviors. And I never, ever want to turn someone away because of my actions um I feel like that would be just uh, that that would just be the worst thing when I get to heaven and God say why did you do this you turned my believer away from me. I never want to go to heaven and hear that. I want God to be proud of me. I want him to say good job. You have done well, my good and faithful servant. So I I pray that this message really really sinks deep into your heart and you really, really understand the value of everything around us. The only essential thing that we need here on earth is our Lord. And I know with the economy right now, everybody's like, oh my gosh, this money, we're not making enough, we're not doing this. But my biggest thing, my biggest issue is, are we trying to become... Earthly economically rich or should we be worried about being heavenly economically rich because we store up treasure up in heaven when we serve the Lord here on earth and that's what really really matters I want to read now um, the story about Cain and Abel and what God accepted and what he didn't accept according to first fruits so we're going to start in chapter 4 Verse 3, when it was time for harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry and he looked dejected. Obviously, you see Abel giving his best portions. He gave his firstborn lambs from his flock, which was his best. Cain gave what was left over. So obviously the Lord accepted Abel's over Cain because Abel's heart was in the right place. Abel gave his best back to the Lord because it's the Lord's anyways. So therefore you see Abel having that that blessing of acceptance from the Lord, because His heart was in the right place. Um, so that also ties in with Matthew chapter 6:19. Do not store up your, for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So, wherever you place your treasure, that's where your heart is located. So, we have to realign our heart with the Lord. Because if our heart is aligned right on the Lord and seeking his will over our own, we are going to give God our best not leftovers. And that's really the, the biggest part of this message is, are you robbing God? And, and really the question should transpire to why are you robbing yourself of God's blessing? Like if you trust the Lord and know that he gave you this to begin with, you worship him by giving him your best back and then he's going to open the floodgates of blessings and allow you to to never have to worry about needing anything. The God knows your need. God knows your need before you even ask it. So you've got to make sure your heart is aligned with the Lord. Um so I just want to end in prayer and um I pray that you guys took notes if you could, because I feel like these verses are really helpful to keep in, to keep our hearts in check when we need to look at scripture and know, remind us when we do put God first and give him our best that you're, you know, you're reminded of his goodness and you're reminded of his, his word, and you're not going to be distracted by the enemy. Um, So let's end in prayer. Dear Lord, I pray that anyone who is listening to this podcast, I I pray that this message was a vessel to their heart for you, and I pray that they truly, truly feel your presence in this podcast and that you're speaking to their heart. You're allowing them to be renewed by your presence, and I pray that they continue to move forward and seek you in guidance and to glorify you in all that they do. In Jesus' powerful name we pray, amen. Um. So I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I, I was super excited to share it because I feel like God laid that message on my heart. And I know that when we have messages, we have to share them. Our job here on earth is to disciple other believers. And that is my goal here while I'm on this earth is to disciple my own kids and disciple anybody else that needs it or that God puts in my path. So I hope you guys have a wonderful and blessed rest of your Wednesday and stay safe.